News when you want it. With Bloomberg News Now, I'm Doug Krisner. President Biden will visit Israel on Wednesday. The announcement was made by Secretary of State Antony Blinken after a near eight-hour meeting with Israel's war cabinet. President will hear from Israel what it needs to defend its people as we continue to work with Congress to meet those needs. That is U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken. Meantime today, the Palestinian envoy to China is calling for Beijing to play a role in ending the war between Israel and Hamas. Here is Ambassador Fariz Madwali speaking earlier with Bloomberg. We need to stop what's going on. It's, uh, people are dying and uh, we, we, we need to address this situation. It's the obligation of the international community. We are urging, not only Palestinian, but the all Arab countries are urging everybody. We need the joint coordinated efforts really to make this happen. That is Palestinian envoy to China, Fariz Madwahi. He did not specify how Beijing might play a role in ending the war, although his comments are the latest in a chorus of voices looking for Beijing to step up those efforts. Over the weekend, Secretary of State Blinken also urged China to use its influence to prevent other actors from entering the conflict. In the U.S., hardline conservative Representative Jim Jordan has gained momentum in his quest to be the next Speaker of the House. Jordan picked up the endorsements of three GOP defense hawks after he promised to fund the military and vowed to destroy Hamas and support Israel. Now Jordan is saying it's time for the House to get back to work. Okay. We can help the American people is get the House open. We can't do that till we get a Speaker, so let's get a Speaker tomorrow and get back to work for the American people and help our our dear and closest friend, the state of Israel. That is GOP Representative Jim Jordan. Now a speaker vote could come as soon as tomorrow afternoon. Apple's new iPhone 15 appears to be selling far worse in China than the earlier generation. Separate studies are pointing to weak consumption. Counterpoint research says over the first 17 days of release, sales of the new iPhone were down 4.5% compared with the iPhone 14. Meantime, analysts over at Jefferies believe iPhone 15 sales were down double digits as Huawei outsold Apple. Here's Bloomberg's Alex Webb. We have seen a, a slowing of sales in China. It's not really dropped significantly, but if you look at trailing 12-month sales, there has certainly been a flattening. The key question is whether this is to do with a sort of resurgence of Chinese nationalism and a real gusto going behind Huawei's new headline device, which may not be able to um, sell, maybe able to manufacture that many units, mm-hmm. but is that something that's taking chunks out of Apple? Or secondly, is it just the Chinese economy? And if it's just the Chinese economy, then if that economy recovers, Apple will recover too. That is Bloomberg's Alex Webb. By the way, Apple's shares were a little changed in New York trading. Today, there were some wild price swings in Bitcoin. The story from Bloomberg's Ann Cates. The largest digital asset was whipsawed after a false report circulated that the U.S. had approved a long-awaited exchange-traded fund. BlackRock said that its application for an ETF that invests directly in cryptocurrency is still under review. The episode suggests there remains a lot of excitement and hope for a spot Bitcoin product in the U.S., which regulators in the past have refused to allow. The Securities and Exchange Commission previously cited market manipulation, among other reasons, for not granting an endorsement. That is Bloomberg's Ann Cates. We go to China next, where the government is kicking off its third Belt and Road Forum today in Beijing. More from Bloomberg's Joanne Wong in Hong Kong. 
President Xi Jinping's big project faces a degree of criticism from developing nations heavily laden with debt. The event has attracted dignitaries from around the world, including Russian President Vladimir Putin. A meeting between Xi and Putin may gather more attention than the forum itself. The meeting will aim to further strengthen ties between China and Russia. That's as the two try to distance themselves from U.S. pressure. The Belt and Road Initiative suffered a blow last month after Italy told China it intends to quit. The forum runs today through tomorrow. That is Bloomberg's Joanne Wong in Hong Kong. The price of crude oil is continuing to trade weaker on reports the U.S. was going to lift sanctions on Venezuela in exchange for fair elections. Right now, WTI trading 86.20. And that is news when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Doug Krisner, and this is Bloomberg. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, The promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox President Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF.